Now, Tech Talk with Alan Perry on CFAX 1070. Welcome aboard our Time Change Weekend 2023 edition of Tech Talk. Hopefully the last year that we will be having that reference on there. Saturday, March the 11th, while we're still on standard time, we are live Sunday afternoon, the 12th, while we'll be on daylight saving, not savings, time. And then we will spring forward and hopefully not go back in the fall. We'll talk more about that because that's still an issue up there. Joining me to help this weekend is none other than... Uh, myself, Ricky Winter, the Tech Experience Manager and fellow time traveler. <laughs> good to see you again. How you doing? Uh, pretty good, pretty good. Thanks for being here. Anytime. Uh, not Brian Pavlicic. What? <laughs> not Josh Hilton. Yeah. Uh, Brian took the day off, so uh, yeah. I took the day on. There you go. Like hanging out with you, Alan. It's good to have you here. Thanks for coming in. My pleasure. Brian and Juna are finding that being parents is all-consuming, as you would know. Yeah, yeah they, past. They, they, they're up at all times, <laughs> and you've got to be up with them. Yep. So I, I get it. I get it. So we've taken a couple weeks just to try and get things calmed down. So best wishes to them and Absolutely. Milo. There. Lots to talk about in here. It's uh, been a big week of technology change, but we should do this the time one here. So <laughs> if... The U.S. Congress is the key to us not changing the time. Yes. They have a legislation called the Sunshine Protection Act. Mm-hmm. Because B.C., Washington, Oregon, and California have all agreed we will spring forward to daylight time mm-hmm. and then stay there. But in the U.S., the states don't have the authority the way the provinces do. They need Congress to pass it. So mm-hmm. the re- legislation has been reintroduced. Mm-hmm. And because it's literally happening this weekend, it'll be much ado. Mm-hmm. about hopefully something, and then they will pass it. But now there's a debate going on in the U.S., which maybe we should have had some time ago, about whether it should be daylight time or standard time where we stay. Mm-hmm. And, and for as many experts that can come out and say, you should stay at daylight saving time, yep. change it once, stay there, there's just as many people saying, no, 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 leave it to where it matches the sun. And the irony is it's nowhere near as big a deal for people in the U.S. as it is <laughs> yeah. here for mm-hmm. our northern population. They will yeah. have a dramatic change in the wintertime, like in the shortest yep. days in December. I think it's something like 9.15, I may have that wrong, in the morning before the sun comes up on the shortest day in places like Fort St. John. So, you know, the major population centers are at the south. So it's kind of ironic that the Americans are now... Anyway, stay tuned. There'll be a lot of news coverage post this weekend, and hopefully the legislation will go, because it is bipartisan. Mm-hmm. So I never thought I would say, I hope Marco Rubio's bill passes, <laughs> but there you go. There we go. Also this weekend, the 95th Annual Academy Awards will take place on Sunday night, starting at 5 p.m. Pacific time. No red carpet. Oh. It's a champagne-colored carpet, I think they changed it to for the first time. In history, mm. I honestly forget. I forget the reason. Oh, okay. I will. I will. Bing yeah. that. Um, <laughs> uh, the reason I mention that will be broadcast live on CTV and ABC because I had a couple people that reached out and said, "Hey, we've cut the cable. Mm-hmm. We don't. How do we watch that now?" So you can stream the Oscars at ctv.ca or on the CTV app because they've made the decision that you can't skip the ads that way. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they're they're going to do that. It apparently will also be on YouTube. Oh, okay, yeah. Although I can't find it for YouTube Canada. Mm. It's on YouTube TV in the U.S., but I can't find it for Canada. So I wish I could give you more information. So best bet is ctv.ca or the CTV app if you don't have actual... Uh, cable subscription. Uh, the others require you to sign in 
with the ID for your cable provider, which you no longer have, have anymore in yeah. terms of TV. <laughs> so that's that one. 5 p.m. Uh, Pacific time there. What's happening in your world? Oh, mine. I was trying to read the champagne carpet thing. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, Josh, are you trying to multitask? <laughs> yeah, I was. Wherever we're you guys, we you don't do that. Uh, What's the answer? What is the okay, answer? Okay. The... It's not an easy one, but we'll see if we can parse through it. The decision to change the color came from a couple of creative consultants uh, that work for the Met Gala in New York uh, this year. The carpet will be covered in part to protect the stars and cameras from the weather. Oh, right, because it's monsooning down there. It is oh. very much monsooning yeah. down there, uh, but also to help turn the arrivals uh, into an evening event. Okay. Yeah, I feel for the people in California. I mean, we joke about the weather, but they're just not used to this and all that snow. And now the Pineapple Express is coming. Mm -hmm. So not only are they, you know, flooded from the rain itself, but it's melting all that snow. Cities that have never seen this. Oh, yeah. I mean, what, the San Bernardino Mountains got snowfall for the first time in the lifetimes of many of the people that live in those mountains. Yeah, so Uh, the first few days it was kind of fun, but then, oh my God, now we have seven feet, and they've said we'll dig you up by next week. I was talking to my mom, who lives in the Central Valley just yesterday, Uh uh, just to called her to see how you're doing with the floods, you know, and so far so good, they're dry, but she said that they're telling them that this has solved the drought. Yes. The drought that's been going on in the valley since before I was born somehow has been solved, so... We'll yeah. see if that actually is the case. Yep. Yeah. There we go. Okay. Um, one of the questions we had here last week, uh, Ricky, was sure. somebody yeah. saying that when they went to office on Mac, they had to keep signing in in order to use it because they were using the web version. Happy oh, okay. to report. This is in the show notes, item number 21. Microsoft has just announced that Outlook for Mac is now available for free for home, school, or work use. This is not Microsoft 365 for Mac. <laughs> this is the Outlook Mail program. You can use it to send and receive emails from iCloud, Outlook, Hotmail, Gmail, Yahoo, any other email provider that uses IMAP. And you don't need a Microsoft 365 subscription to use it. So Mm. if for some reason uh, you don't like Mac Mail on Mm -hmm. a Mac, and the number one reason that people don't like it is because the font is really tiny, and as you get older... You short of cranking up the resolution for everything else on the computer. I have no idea why. I've tried to. I've asked people, can I change the font size in the Mac Mail app? And no. So <laughs> if not, then you can go to Outlook for Mac. You can download it directly from the Mac App Store or direct from Microsoft. I put the links into item number 21 in the show notes. It's free. No strings attached. Not a trial. Full-fledged version. I was wondering how much that font has to be hard-coded into the original source code of that email that they will not change it. Yeah. Like, because it seems like it's such an easy thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can change the default size of the of words course. of the email, but the inbox, outbox, yeah. sent, all that stuff is really tiny. It's somewhere down around 10. 10 Just like as an interface and like people using it, you think you'd want to make it easier. So you give yeah. options to change, but it's, it's one just of those things. written in there so close to the source. I've learned that I am not the know-it-all of uh, all this knowledge. So if somebody knows a way to do that, to change mm. the font size of the actual interface, not the messages, that we can do. You can change and make the messages larger or smaller, mm-hmm. but the actual columns and the folders and all that, um, then there were that one there. So item number 21. Okay, we'd love to help you out on Saturday morning while we're live, especially we'll talk about smartphones because even though Ricky is now the tech experience manager, I sense that you still maintain your... Love for, for <laughs> yeah. all things smartphones. Uh-huh. We'll give you one off the top here. Sure. I put it into the show notes. Tech Deals. 
if you're in the market for a new smartphone, this coincidentally, you being here, yeah. this was just karma <laughs> on the calendar, big mobile sale this weekend. Yeah, pretty massive. Um, wide range of phones, um, Pixels, Android, like Samsung, Android, iPhone, just large gift cards. Yeah. Uh, $200 gift cards pretty much across the board. Um, I feel like it's technically like Telus's customer appreciation event is what mm-hmm. it works out to. Okay. And we added an extra $100 on top of the already existing $100 gift card. And just what to make carriers? It, uh, Telus Kudo. Telus and Kudo. Okay. There is an asterisk, though. <laughs> Life has its fine print. As in, uh, sometimes the sale doesn't yep. always coincide with the arrival of the stock as these things are yes, planned well in advance. Yes, <laughs> yes, stock is a different ballpark. Yes. Um, I was told on Thursday when we had our big mobile meeting that they would be rush shipping the phones that were arriving into Warehouse Thursday to us for today. Um Apparently, the people I texted to see if the stock had arrived in store have not got it back to me. So we maybe we'll do a late show update on that. Okay, um, but it's okay even if the phone is not there. We do be pre-sales at that point. Yeah. Pre-sales, so people come in, you they walk out with the gift card, and then we say we will call you when the phone comes in, and hopefully. yeah, and even the fact that it's like end of day Monday for a change versus end of day Sunday is yeah. just a little you know extra something. Yeah. Um. So if it comes down to it, like Monday, I'll be there till noon, one o'clock, somewhere yeah. around there. So if you're fencing it and you're like, oh, do I, don't I, we can do the pre-sale on Monday morning. If you oh, yeah, come that's key because this is a four-day sale. So Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday because it's, uh, it's a big... Okay, and also um, you've got cases, accessories <sighs> also on yeah. sale. Um, the case wall is massively nine ninety nine. Uh, <laughs> I've got a table, I've got a bin, I've got another bin, and I've got a four-foot section that yes. is all just cases that have went down to nine ninety-nine, which is great because okay. we had way too many cases and way too many SKUs of cases, and people can save. Okay. And I Josh, I learned a couple weeks ago when, when Ricky first started putting the cases on for buy one, get one free, I said, well, okay, well, why would I ever need two cases? And I was schooled very quickly on that one by people <laughs> saying, I have five or six, I change them according to my outfit or according to the season or according to my activity. And I thought, Okay, yeah, yeah, I can see that. I mean, yeah. my, so I've my, learned. <laughs> I got my one free, and it sat in the same packaging on my desk since yeah. I got it a month ago. Well, that because that was my yeah. initial thought. You buy two of a case you like, yeah. and then if one gets worn out in six, nine months, a year, yeah. whatever, huh? recycle, boop, boop. and there's the identical one. You're not having to go through the angst of choosing a new case. So, okay, but either way, whatever works for yeah. you, right? Okay, Saturday morning when we're live, we'd love to help you here. Any questions at all, 250-386-1161 on a home phone. Star 1070 on a mobile phone. You have to be in Canada if you're listening to us in the USA. Hi, glad to have you along. That won't work for you. And also 1070-10-107010 to text us. That also is a Canadian-only service. If you do text, please include your first name somewhere in there in case we have to ask a follow-up question. And emails will still work. Tech Talk, T E C H. T-A-L-K at cfax1070.com. Melvin, that's why your email wasn't coming through because you left off the tech part. Eighteen after the hour, hour number one. I'm not saying whether it's daylight time or Pacific time because it depends whether you're listening to us live on Saturday or Sunday or to the podcast that Josh will diligently make for us there. Uh, A couple things here. So, printers. I want yeah. to ask about this one. So I have a lady who mm-hmm. had a brother laser printer. Okay, and sure. she'd asked some time ago where to get new toner. Sure. And I said, well, 
Well, here's the prices. It's going to cost you like to get all four cartridges. It's going to cost you like two hundred and fifty bucks. Yeah, well, laser, yeah. right? And then your drum is nearing its end of life, so yep. you're going to. That's like another two hundred and eighty bucks on its own. I said you'd be better off to get a, an eco tank and do that because yeah. we love those because they literally we've got several people that keep checking. Should yeah. I buy replacement ink? And I go, no, that was a year and a half, and your tank is still half full. Yeah, you're okay for a while <laughs> anyway. So she she texted me and she said, "Hey, uh, I'm down at London Drugs, and Brother now has ink tank cartridges because I love Brother, so I'll get one of those." And I said, "Hold on." And then she texted <laughs> me back to say one of uh, a customer was in the the store next yeah. door and pointed out and said, um, they're not ink tanks. And she yeah. took a picture of it. This is brilliant marketing. So, and you'll see it in the show notes if you want to see what I mean, because we've got Epson Eco Tank, we've yep. got Canon Mega Tank, and then HB has one that we'll talk about. Don't go there for a different reason. But so she sent me a picture, and it says there, nice big bold letters, ink vestment tank, and it shows the door open where the tanks go in. Mm-hmm. Look at the wording. Front-loaded yep. tank cartridge technology. Mm-hmm. All they've done is made their cartridges look more like tanks. Yep. Weasels. I'm sorry. I checked the... <laughs> well, I'm sorry. Yeah. That's just a blatant rip. So, you know, I checked the... Uh, there's a phrase in the printer industry and other tech called TCO. Yep. Total cost of operation. Yep. So you divide the... You add the price of the printer plus the price of the inked, divided by how many sheets it's expected to print, and you get a total cost of operation. Mm-hmm. It's roughly triple on the new brother uh, ink vestment tanks. It's roughly triple the cost of operation of an Epson Eco tank or a Canon Mega tank. Yeah, so, it's an investment. Un- Sounds like it was a good ink vestment for <laughs> yeah. brother. Yes. So they wanted to get into the into the you yeah. know into the game, but they didn't want to give up all the massive profits on the ink. So yeah. sorry, brother. Uh, honestly, they're probably well-made machines. They look yeah. nice. But no. Capitalize on people not knowing the difference. Yeah, exactly. So, on a related note, because this comes up from time to time, uh, we used to love HP printers. They were really solidly made. They didn't have a lot of failures. They were pretty easy Mm -hmm. to set up. Uh, This is not new. Uh, I'm just putting it back in because people keep asking. I'll put a picture of this in the show notes, item number 20. HP uses a system called Dynamic Security. And what that means is when you take the printer home and take it out of the box and plug it in and go through the setup, it says, well, connect to the Internet. Mm-hmm. No, I don't want to connect to the Internet. Well, then you're not using me until you do. Mm-hmm. And even if you do connect to the Internet to set it up, then you need to keep it connected to the Internet because it needs to contact regularly the mothership. Mm-hmm. Now, in the U.S. and now in Europe, HP has paid multi-million dollar fines because of this. Unfortunately, the regulators, mm-hmm. the out-of-court settlement said, bad, 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 HP, pay the fine. They don't accept that they did anything wrong, and mm-hmm. all they have to do is make the wording on the box larger, which they've done. So if you're in at a store and you see an HP printer, look for the little logo of two cogwheels. Mm-hmm. This printer uses dynamic security, which may be updated periodically by firmware updates. The printer is intended to be used solely with cartridges using an original HP chip. Cartridges using a non-HP chip may not function or may cease to function. Did you blow this piece up from... I did. (laughs) It is larger. You will see it's grainy. Yeah. What they actually should be saying is this printer uses dynamic security, and it will not work when you set it up unless you connect it to the Internet and keep it connected. And if you try to use a non-HP cartridge or refill an HP cartridge, it won't work either. May 
all those maze they put oh, in there, as maze, if you can somehow yeah. get around it. So please spread the word. Hopefully that's the way you get companies to realize the error of their ways and drop this and then take those labels off and go back to making it work. But it's been out there for a good year or something now that they've been doing this. Now the only thing that's changed in the last few months is the wording is larger, but they haven't changed the wording. So now you understand what that wording means. So up to you. You can go and buy an HP printer and, you know... But you will Just have to connect keep it, it to the to, internet. Yeah, yep. do that. So there we go. Okay, soapbox away. Uh, <laughs> Dave's up first on the phone lines. Hi, Dave. Thanks for waiting. No problem, Alan. How are you? Excellent. How are you doing? Pretty good. I'm a very, very frustrated, but apart from that, I'm okay. Well, let's see if we can unfrustrate you. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's just a, It's about this Aerolo app. Yes. And I downloaded the app, and I successfully downloaded an eSIM <clears throat> after watching four videos and probably about 20 pages of instructions. Oh, wow. What, fo- what phone are you on, Dave? Um, the iPhone 13. Okay. And where were you planning to use the eSIM? New Zealand. Okay, yeah. But I am absolutely frustrated and lost in terms of, of um, pushing buttons and, and toggling yeah. switches and stuff like that. And I just wanted to say that, like, it sounds great. If it works, it's wonderful. But I think... Was it getting the eSIM that was the frustrating part? No, that was that was easy. Okay. But when you go through the process, it says you've got to name it, and then you've got to do this, and you've got to do that, and I never got there. Yeah, you don't normally have to do all that. You just download the eSIM, and when you get off the plane and use it, and blip, blip, blip. Okay, because the instructions that, I, that I have, they have on the web are just so... Yeah, I, we've, I mean, this has been a big thing, Ricky, for people that yeah. don't want to pay those roaming charges. Now, what I have done, you've got, and this will be really helpful for you, if you go into the show notes, I, it's a co- coincidence that you call because I had several other people going traveling for spring break, so I finally got this done. Item number 14 in the show notes... I've created a five-page handout on how to add the second phone number to stay connected without going broke, including the options, the switches you throw to make sure that you stay connected. So if you want, check that out at item number 14. But honestly, can anybody else that's gone through this call in and tell Dave what you went through? Because we've had people for Australia, for, oh, I think about seven or eight countries uh, Josh, in past weeks, we've asked people to call in and say, uh, one fellow had to talk to Arlo Help on the toll-free number, and just to get it to activate in, uh, I think it was Mexico. But other than that, a uh, piece of cake. So if anybody else has done this, can you call in and help Dave? Um, yeah, I. what was the initial issue when you first got the eSIM? Well, I, I got the eSIM, and then... In the instructions, it says you have to name it, and then you have to select between the two. What's your primary for calling? What's your primary for iMessage? Yeah, but you don't do that here. You do that when you get to New Zealand. You don't make any changes here. You're continuing to use your Canadian service. That's all once you arrive. Okay. Um, It's just the way I I was reading and the way if you watch the videos, it it was really confusing, and I was thinking, boy, if you're going to do this, you really have to know... Um, some technical stuff to be able to have it work. Okay, yeah. So, by the way, can you go, and, if you have time, go and check out um, number 14 in the show notes. Uh, download that thing, print it out, so you'll have it. When are you going to New Zealand? Tomorrow. 
Oh, wow. Okay, so yeah, so today, print it out, so you're all good. Make sure you've got the toll-free number for Arlo, just in case, because they've tried to make a system that has to work, Ricky, on a wide variety of models and brands of phones. So, but yeah, but if anybody else can call in and give us a, and just tell us what you went through for somebody who's been to Country X and used Arlo. Uh, I haven't done it yet. We're using it for Hawaii in a couple of weeks, mm-hmm. so we'll try that out. But do you, do you know their toll-free number? Because I tried to contact them by um, Messenger, by Instagram, and something else, and each time I got a message saying, we're really, really busy, we'll try to get back to you as soon as we can, and that was more than 24 hours ago. Yeah, that's the one person from Mexico mentioned that um, that they messaged them, and it did take about 26 hours before they... They got back to them. It's proven hugely successful. But they did get back, and then they said they were absolutely awesome. Josh is looking it up right now, um, but I believe that that's how you do it. You use it through instant messaging. I Reflex, old throwback to decades <laughs> past when I said toll-free number. It's through a, messing, it's through a messaging service okay. there. So, yeah. Um, support at com. Josh, is uh, the email? Yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah. But they don't recommend you use the email because that's... You know, if you think of it, texting is so much faster than email. Yeah, I've done, I've, I've used all three. Okay, but I don't know that you need any of that. I think you're set. Just check that handout and check the switches. And again, they were switches that you will throw once you land in New Zealand while you're on airplane mode before you turn off your airplane mode. Okay. Yep. We'll go through them. Um, we'll take a break coming up in a minute, and I'll just walk through them really briefly for everyone else that's got that. It's a five-page handout, and it tells you about the you know the options on how to stay connected. Then page four is settings to change when using an eSIM, and page five is settings to change when returning to Canada. So I'll get Ricky and Josh to take a look and see if they spot anything that I've oopsed in this because it's fresh off the press from, from last night. But we'll go through that after the break. Okay, Dave? Awesome. Thank you very much. Thanks. Al. It'll work. I promise. <laughs> If not, you're going to come hunt me down. I get it. <laughs> uh, one other one I'll mention just briefly, heading the break, talking about travel. The federal government has approved the buyout of Sunwing Airlines and Sunwing Vacations by WestJet. Normally, they would say, no, that lessens competition. But in this case, Sunwing was about to go, because they just didn't have the crews as we, or the planes in this mm. problem. So they bought them. There are a couple conditions. WestJet must make Sunwing charter flights available in five additional cities plus those that Sunwing recently Mm -hmm. stopped serving. So that's really good. So that's one there. Stay tuned. More when we continue after news update. Now, Tech Talk with Alan Perry on CFAX 1070. This is our Time Change Weekend edition of Tech Top, also Oscars Weekend. Speaking of which, we're going to go to Terry. Hi, Terry. Welcome to the program. How can we help? Oh, hi, Alan. I just uh, tuned in, saw how to download the CTV app to watch the Oscars. Yes. I don't have cable. I just have Shaw Internet. Yeah. Uh, it wouldn't let me... I don't have a subscription, so I can't open the app or I can't use the app without a subscription to cable. Okay, so we're just checking this for you right now. Can you try going to your... Are you on an iPad or an Android tablet or a I, laptop? I was on an uh, uh, app. Um, I was doing it on my um, iPad. Okay, so open up your Safari web browser and go to uh, ctv.ca. Okay, I did 
didn't go there. I was just in the app store. So this, yeah, because you're again. you're helping us here to make sure that we're giving because this stuff changes, and so what worked okay. last week might not. Okay, I got uh, CTV TV. I got that. Yeah, and now you should see shows, movies, channels on air, my library, and extras across the top. Okay. Just second, no, just second, hang on, I don't see that. Okay, up in the top left corner, you should see the CTV logo. Yeah. And then you see right to the right of that, shows, movies, channels. No, it's actually need to sign in, I guess. I, I haven't signed in. No, you don't have to sign in oh. while, I'm, while I'm getting, I'm looking at Josh. Because, uh, Josh, you've got it on, you've got it there, and you don't have it signed in. Microphone. There we go. Uh, no, I don't have it signed in. Um, I'm just trying to punch up an episode of anything. I think this is the Spencer Sisters yeah. right now. Um, I'm and just seeing it, if what happens when I push play and it goes yeah. through a couple of ads. It goes through a couple ads. So that's working for us. So, you know, all I've got is uh, it's just scrolling across. And it says CTV and then my option to sign in. And then it's got all of the shows are kind of scrolling uh, another option to sign in. I've got women on screen. Discovery. Okay, when you on the option to sign in, is there a cancel? Uh, well, if I hit sign in, yeah, I, yeah, don't hit sign in. That you don't want to go there. Well, okay. I'm not saying you don't want to, but you shouldn't need to go there. Okay, so if I hit the uh, three lines on the left side, it shows uh, a menu comes up shows. Yeah, click on shows, and then click pick a show, any show. We're just seeing if this works for you. Okay, I'll pick a show here, the Spencer sister. Well, here. Ironically, that's the same one that Josh <laughs> clicked on. Okay, now hang on. It's um, Okay, watch the latest episode. Yeah. Okay, that says, would like to use current location. That's right, yeah. The that's reason okay. that they want you to sign in is so they can see, they can figure out from demographics, are you male, female, what age, where are you, because then that information becomes more valuable to advertisers, so they know which ads to give you. They're not going to give you four by four ads if that's not something you're interested in. Oh, I just circumnavigate the sign in and I just yep. press show when yep. it Okay. Yep. That appears to be okay. Now we're still checking for the Oscars because the Oscars would be live. And so there should be under those three lines for you, you should see shows, movies, channels on air. When you click on air, Josh, for mm -hmm. uh, Terry and anybody else that wants to do this, then you yeah. get the sign in button. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to fix the show notes. So, hmm. so is there a way to stream that? Does anybody know of a way to stream this legally here in Canada without having to sign in? Because when you sign in, it wants, Ricky, it wants your cable TV subscription account, whether it's Shaw, Telus, Bell, Rogers, whomever. So that's the trick. Hmm. Okay, leave that one with us. And we'll get an answer for that. But in the meantime, try watching any show just to make sure you can do that. Okay, second question now. Yeah. Uh, when, when I tried to text you, I, uh, I just typed in 107010 in, my, in the address bar, and it, it sent me to the desk and charged me for a landline call. I couldn't get into 107010. And you're so, doing this from an iPhone? <clears throat> yes. All right. So when you when you text us uh, as you would anybody else with, with a, a ten digit phone number, instead of using a ten digit number, just put those six digits in ten seventy ten simple. Yeah, I, 
I did that and then mm-hmm. hit return or something. It went in, but it still said CSAX. Then it changed the name automatically to CSAX 1070. And so I'm trying to circumnavigate that and just have it. So I don't know. I went into my contacts and yes. I have the numbers for CFAX. I have the mobile, I have the 1161 and the 1070. And yeah. it just seems to switch just automatically, put it on the 1070. If I change the order of how they appear, put the mobile 1070 at the top of that list, will it then switch, you know, automatically do that? Yeah, so if you just go to the contacts and tap message, and then it'll say, which one did you want to message from? And you tell it the 107010, then it'll override. Oh, okay, okay, say that again. So I go to your contacts card for CFAX. Okay, hang on. And, okay, got it. Yeah, and then you'll see that there's options like call, message, oh, etc. Okay. Tap on messaging, and when you tap message, it gives you a pop-up saying which one, which method did you want me to message. Use oh. the 107010. Oh, thank you. Okay, thank you. Yeah, so this, I, I know, this is stuff is challenging. It's not you, okay? okay? It's just... <laughs> Great. There you Thanks. go. Okay, and we're going to keep trying, Josh, to see if we can find a way to make sure that the Oscars... My understanding was that the Oscars was going to be an exception to the rule, and they were going to allow you to watch it, uh, streaming it live, because you can't skip the can't skip the ads. Yeah, I'm uh, just checking out YouTube, actually, and yeah. I see that there is an ASL live feed that will be starting up on the 12th at 5 p.m. Yes, so ASL means that there will be a box within the window, mm-hmm. and there will be Amer- somebody doing American Sign Language. Indeed. Uh, so yeah. I presume that the audio feed will go along with that. So Absolutely. if you don't mind seeing the guy signing away to the show, yes. there's an option for you. Okay, so I'll write that into the show notes. Okay, quick break. Uh, Marie, stay where you are. We'll, we'll take a quick break and come back, and I will update the show notes on this one. Sorry that we don't always have the definitive answers, Ricky. Uh, we like to be give anchors, but this stuff keep, keeps changing on us. Of course. And not that. So stay tuned. More to come. Welcome back to Tech Talk for Time Change Weekend. I've updated the show notes while we're still waiting the answer on how you can... I'm quite sure that you'll be able to stream the Oscars at ctv.ca without needing to uh, create an account or anything else. But I've also updated it to reflect the the American Sign Language uh, version on YouTube. So that is there. And you can actually click Notify Me on that one, and it will pop up when it's time. That'll be 5 o'clock. Well, I guess the red carpet. Well, not red carpet. Uh, off-colored carpet. <laughs> will be Champagne. Champagne-colored <laughs> carpet, 4 o'clock, and then 5 p.m. Pacific for that there. Okay, back to the phone lines. Marie's been waiting patiently. Hi, Marie. Thanks for waiting. Hi, Alan. My question is about Facebook Messenger. Yes. I sent you a couple screenshots last night. Um, Oh, yes, you did. Thank you. Sorry, I was going to bed. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Let me find your text while you're You're doing that. Yes. (laughs) These are the messages that are concerning me. Okay, let me take a look. So this one says, log out of Facebook on iPad 6th gen. If you log in again on this device, you won't see any end-to-end encrypted messages that were sent while you were logged out. Okay. And then the next one is, yep, that is you logging in. And then the big one is, are you sure? Without secure storage, you won't be able to restore you end-to-end encrypted chats if you lose this device. Yes. So what that means is, um, Ricky, end-to-end encryption is a Mm -hmm. very valuable and important tool. It's worth understanding. It means nobody can intercept 
what messages are going back and forth, Marie. Okay. So that so Facebook can't, no police can't, nothing like that. So in order to be able to put all the messages back onto your device, should you either replace your device or have to, for whatever reason, delete the app and put it back, Ricky? Mm-hmm. They need to know it's you. Correct. So they make you pick a PIN code. Of course. So that's oh. that's important to do. And not to so forget. So this is really new because I've been using Facebook yes. Messenger for, like, years. That's right. This is new. Uh, and the problem was when people then got a new device for whatever reason, mm-hmm. when they went back into Messenger, all those old messages were not there. So now Messenger is encrypting all of the old messages as well as the new ones, and the PIN is to make sure it's you. So, yes, please do that. Oh, that's a relief. I didn't want to go ahead and do anything because I didn't know where it was being. No, no, I'm really, really glad that you asked that. It's important to try and understand and find out how these, what does this really mean? (laughs) How is this going to affect me? That's a really well, important that's one. Why I contacted you, and I yeah. do appreciate. And I'm that. so sorry that I didn't get back to you last night. I was working on the show notes, oh, but no, now everybody right. gets the answer, not just you. <laughs> that's right. Alrighty. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Marie. Take care. Mm-hmm. Now, on a related note, uh, you may have heard this in the news, depending on how close you follow this. Uh, Josh, both WhatsApp, which is owned by Facebook Meta, mm-hmm. and Signal have announced that they are going to stop people in the UK from using their messaging apps if new legislation is passed to require them to break end-to-end encryption. So this is a big deal. They are all very proud of their end-to-end encryption, but Mm -hmm. the government in the UK, government is not always good, well, not very (laughs) often good at understanding the technicalities. They pass legislation wanting to do something without appreciating the implications. And in this case, they want people to not be able to use messaging apps to send child porn in particular. So they have said that messaging apps need to be scanned for that. Mm -hmm. And we want to be the ones to scan it. Mm-hmm. We can't do that if there's end-to-end messaging turned on. Mm-hmm. So we want you to give us a key to turn off end-to-end encryption so we can scan Ricky's text messages or Alan's or, or anybody else's, uh, not just text messages, but WhatsApp and Signal messages right. for that. And they're saying no, because we don't know what else you would scan it for. Yeah. And so therefore, if you're going to make that the law, no more WhatsApp or Messenger uh, or signal in mm-hmm. the UK. So, giant game of poker here. No. And I'm on their side on this one here. Mm-hmm. No. Yes, it should be scanned, in my ignorant opinion, but not by the government. There needs to be some other service because there's no way to give you half the key to the door. Yeah. Once you're in, you're in. Yeah, it's like saying, Ricky, here, you need to give the key to your to the suite, to the manager. He can come in anytime he wants, but he's mm-hmm. only allowed to look in the fridge. Yeah. It's not allowed to look in the bedroom yeah. or in the living room. No, it doesn't work that way. It's like the no peeing section in the swimming pool. No. <laughs> I mean, but I, I, you can see what they're trying to think of. Like something yeah. like a valet key in a car, right? Yeah. Like you can drive it, but you can't get into the trunk. Yeah. Right? But that, that you can do that in a car. It's hard to do that in, a, in an app. Yeah, but you're only allowed to drive, the valet's only allowed to drive the mm-hmm. car in the parkade. Mm-hmm. No, the car, you know, <laughs> while you're in the show, the valet can go and take a spin to San Bernardino, you know, whatever, so... Yeah, so anyway, so if you are a user of WhatsApp or Signal and you have 
uh, loved ones with mm-hmm. whom you communicate in the UK. Heads up, be aware of that. Nothing for you to do unless you want to tell them to lobby their member of parliament in the UK because if this goes through, I don't think it will. I think that's a big enough shot across the bow that the other messaging apps like Apple with iMessage, yeah. they're going to come and join this bandwagon. They'll say, we understand what you're trying to do. You're achieving it the wrong way. Anyway, ongoing saga of these things. So there we go. Quick break. Yes. I found an answer. Oh. How can we watch the Oscars for free online? Yes. It, it, and you are absolutely correct. You can watch it on the CTV website or on the iOS or Android app. Oh, hallelujah. <laughs> so there you go. So despite all the lock symbols you see on the various shows that are live right yep. now on the app without signing in, evidently that won't be the case come uh, 5 o'clock Sunday. Awesome. Thank you, Josh. That's You're a big welcome. help. Okay, there we go. Quick break and back with more. As we continue on Tech Talk for Time Change Weekend, back to the phone lines and Paul. Hi, Paul. Thanks for waiting. Hi there. How you doing? Uh, good. Listen, um, I have a problem texting my wife on my iPad. Uh-oh, we got to solve that or you're going to be in the doghouse. I can text her on my uh, my Mac uh, yeah. MacBook. I can text her on my iPhone. And then when I try to text her using messages on my iPad... I got a. I always get a message not delivered. Okay, and what does she have on her end? Is she, are you texting her to an iPhone? Yes. Okay. So the easiest way, Ricky. Well, I'll defer to Ricky on this, and I think I. I think I know what it is. I haven't had to fix this in a while. <laughs> so <laughs> the, I gotta go to my settings. <laughs> the easiest thing to do would be to delete the conversation with her from your, from your Mac. From. Yeah. From. So, Yes. From all my devices? No, just nope. from that. Just from your Mac. Delete that conversation mm. from your Mac. Um, isn't the problem with the iPad, not the computer? Oh, sorry. Yes, Where before. was? Which was the device that was the problem, child? The iPad. Yeah. Okay, sorry. So delete, <laughs> yeah. My apologies. Sorry. So delete that conversation from the iPad. Well, there is no conversation because I've never. Well, but, you've, got, but you've been trying to send messages. Yeah, right? delete the co- delete the messages you've tried to send. That's will be that will be a conversation, although it's one sided. <laughs> Oh, okay. So swipe to um, the left and delete. Um, so when you're looking okay. at your list of people you're chatting with on there, swipe yep. to the left on hers and you'll get the delete option. I did that. I okay. deleted it. Good. Now go to your contacts yep. and find your wife. And above her contact info will be the buttons for call, message, etc. And you'll tap on message, and it'll say what method or which contact number am I supposed to use to to message this person. And right. then you will tap on her mobile number. Yep. And then go return, and it should go blue to indicate, oh, I know that that's an iPhone mobile number. Okay. And now send her a message and tell her that you love her. And yep. then it should go blue. And it should go. It should go through. What was probably happening was, for whatever reason, Ricky, mm-hmm. it was trying to message her on something other than her mobile number. Yeah, or for some reason, it failed to register that it was an Apple device, and it thinks it's trying to send to an Android device, so it's yeah. not okay. coming through. I'll, I'll, I'll run a test and see how it goes. Okay. The I'll leave you on hold for a sec. Question. Yep. The sure. other quick question I have is um, with. Uh, with mail, 
in uh, in the Apple world. Yes. Um, I I don't know what happened. Maybe when I updated, what happens with messages now? I get a string of messages from from a person um, or or a group of people. Yes. It ends up being a string of messages, which I hate. Yes, I could, the easy fix. I, Happy to report for everybody that doesn't want the string, you just want the message, the last back and forth. Go into yeah. settings, and this works on iPhones or iPads. Settings, okay. mail. Yep. Let me get down to mail. Yeah, this is a good one to know. Settings, mail. And then scroll down to the heading in mail called threading. Like threading the needle. <laughs> Let me know when okay. you got there. Um, it's okay. It's all good. Where is mail? Mail oh, is, okay. um, it's in about 20 down. It's in the second one under the heading of passwords, mail, contacts, calendar. It's about 20 down from the top when you're in settings. Is this an older iPad, Paul? Um, I don't know. It's yeah, five years old. Okay, because there was a change on the earlier operating system, and it came up under passwords and accounts. Mail is now on its own for the last seven, six years, so just make sure. So when you find passwords, do you, is yours called passwords and accounts, or does it say just passwords in settings? And again, we're down about, I don't know, 20 from the top. Okay, I see passwords. It oh, just good. says passwords. And right below that, you should see mail. Oh, of course. There you go. Good job. Okay, now scroll down three sets of headings. The first heading is allow mail to access, then message list, then messages. The next one is threading. Do you see that? Um, threading. I see muted thread action. I see that. Okay, but above that, you should see the first one should be organized by thread. Yes. Turn that off. Oh, great. Fourth one down. The fourth one, complete threads. Yep. Turn that off. Okay. Now you're a happy man. Go see if you can text your wife. <laughs> okay. All righty. Okay, guys. Thanks so much. Thanks. There you go. The good thing is, Ricky, that they yeah. give you a choice. Some people love having the entire conversation going yeah. back and forth with this person, whether it's, you know, three hours, three days, <laughs> Josh, or <laughs> three years. Others passionately hate it. I think. Oh, I, I, I despise it. <laughs> so um, there you go. Yeah, I, yeah. And, and thank you for that, and thank you for the call to help me undo those settings in real time as, Ad, as <laughs> Alan was telling you. You, you just undid them? Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, I, I can't stand the threading. <laughs> Especially when here, we get so many back and forths from different yeah. people in a group thread. Oh, when you're booking and I wanna, for a talk And I want to find the email that was like 13 back, yeah. because that had the guy's phone number on yeah. it. Oh, man. So, gross. thank you, thank you, thank, <laughs> thank you, Thank you, Paul. There you go. See what you did for the world? Okay, let's go. Let's go to uh, Doreen. Hi, Doreen. Hey, good morning, Alan. How are you? Excellent. Good to hear your voice. Your calendar's all working fine after last week's little glitch? Yeah, that's working fine. Awesome. I have, I have a new icon showing up, a white shield. Uh-huh. And so, so I went... And, and does it have a green check mark? A green check mark? Yes. No. 
What does it, it have? Yellow thing. The, the, ah, okay, so no, this is like traffic lights. Anything in technology, green, yellow, red. Hmm. Okay, green light means carry on. Yellow means pay attention. Click on the yellow for me, please. Oh, click on the yellow. Click on the white shield with the yellow. It will open up your Windows security. Yellow means there's something here that doesn't seem quite right. But I think I've already done that. Yeah. Um, and when you open it up, is everything all green? Okay, let me go back then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you click on the white shield, well, that should have a green check mark, yellow or red. Uh-uh. Red is, please deal with that right away. Okay. No, it, well, it goes back to the device security thing. Standard that's, hardware security not supported. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, so you're fine. Yeah, you have an oh. older laptop that does not have the latest. That's geeky. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> you don't need to worry about it. You're fine. Given what you do and the way your stuff is all set up, you're fine. We will oh, hopefully get to the point where they will understand that and turn that off. Okay. It's, it's nice of them to bring it to your attention, but you're not going to go out and buy a new laptop because of that. So you're fine. Oh, so good. Yep. Thank you very much. <laughs> you're welcome. These things are complicated. You get the Allen check budget. mark of approval. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um, as we go to break here, uh, Gary at Tesseract, these will not apply to a one till Monday. He's got a limited quantity of near-new Dell laptops. He's put 8 gigs of RAM into them, a new 256, super fast uh, SSD, great for everyday computing. They will be, he will only have a limited quantity, $250 when they reopen on Monday. These are good for everyday basic computing if you want something yeah. to take to the cabin or on vacation, don't want it to buy an iPad or something like that. 250 bucks, limited quantity at Tesseract Computers. It's in the show notes. We'll also have a desktop one we'll talk about in our second hour. Stay with us. More coming up after the news. Now, Tech Talk with Alan Perry on CFAX 1070. It's the second half of our show for Time Change Weekend of 2023. If you're just tuning in, Saturday morning, March the 11th, we are live. Sunday afternoon is a rebroadcast, and then Josh is working on a podcast for you so you can pick up any or all of the show at your convenience. We this weekend is moi, Alan Perry. Myself, Ricky Winter, the tech experience manager over at the Telecom London Drugs. Yeah, that one. <laughs> Ricky had to think because he's been moving around helping with uh, in other stores, and we'll talk about that. Call it in a sec. And uh, Josh Hilden, I'm a CFAC 1070 producer and guest host. I host the weekend show that airs a few hours before this one on uh, Saturday mornings yes. and um, just love to hang out whenever Brian's not available. Yep, Brian's uh, being a daddy for a couple of weeks, taking care of getting things uh, sorted out. It's proving to be a lot more than he thought it was going to be. And we told him <laughs> it was going to be a change. Surprise! <laughs> Welcome to Parenthood. Yes, there we go. Yeah, so we should mention uh, the Cotwood store, yeah. uh, Ricky. Uh, big changes out there physically. Yeah, lots of physical changes. Um, two new buildings went into that parking lot. One building's coming down. It's the whole thing by itself. Um, but the London Drugs, of course, is under full renovations right now. Um, so, like, cosmetics is at the back of the store instead of the front. The entire tech area has been merged into one long kind of connected area with all new cabinetry and glass Oh, because it was light. sort of split up. It was split so, into two different yeah. areas. So um, what they've done is they've taken, like, where the old photo lab was and added that to the tech department and built that all out and mm-hmm. moved the photo lab to the front of the store. So it flows a lot better than it ever did before. Are the renos done or are they no. still on? <laughs> you um, wish. The okay. hope is renos done, like, for the entire store June 20th, I think is when they're aiming mm-hmm. for an open date. Yep. Um, that being said, the tech renos should be done by April 1st. Um, I've just got the call to kind of come in for the 21st, 22nd. 
build aisle one mm-hmm. because that aisle one will be the 50-foot like computers and headphone wall. Right. And once that product moves from where it's currently situated, we'll put in a 28-foot wall that's TVs and soundbars and that kind of stuff. Okay. Um, which will be unique for Callwood because before they didn't have it. Yes, yeah, so we're like, getting a TV section. Not as big as my telecom one at 48 feet or downtown at 40 feet, but yep. um, it'll be 28 feet, so it'll okay. vastly improve from the four TVs yep. they had before. Save people doing the drive-in. Correct, yeah. Speaking of TVs, uh, when I was <laughs> yeah. in getting some stuff for a client at the telecom store, I noticed that there were some more TVs back on sale. Clearance pricing has begun about three weeks earlier than normal. Okay. Um, normally, we're having this conversation in April. I'm like, yes. all the TVs have went clearance. We'll have new ones for May. Um, this year, it seems late February, kind of after Super Bowl weekend, they were like, oh, we're going to start. Because Sony's always the first ones. They're like, let's let's get going. Mm-hmm. Um, and right now, pretty much everything that is last year is on clearance. There's massive price drops. Um, I know one of the kind of top-end OLED LGs is normally 3500 bucks for the 55-inch. Mm-hmm. It's on for 2000 Wow. Um, let alone large TVs, like um, 75, 85, that kind of range. There's a lot of very large specials. Because they take up more space, so they therefore, space, if you need that quicker. one, so the bigger the TV, the bigger exactly. the discount. Okay. Um, but yeah, you can get a 65-inch decent um, LED TV for under 1000 right now, no oh, problem. That's a big drop, Josh, when you think back from when we used to do this every every <laughs> spring. Uh, you know, 5000 wasn't you know, a couple of years yeah, ago. Like now. There's a 65-inch Skyworth OLED um, at $1,000 right now. OLED. So thousand dollars, you know. Um, <laughs> it's, not, our, it's not our LG and our Sony, but it's yeah. still pretty, pretty for pretty. a thousand bucks. It's those, real tough. Those are the two things when you see rising food prices and everything else. So those are the two things that in our lifetime have gone down more than anything else I've seen. Solid state drives. I was say memory. Yeah, and TVs. Yeah, mm-hmm. that because we used to go to the Consumer Electronics Show and just drool over some of these amazing things and say, okay, when we win the lottery, now, <laughs> yeah. now sixty-five inch OLED, thousand bucks. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. ridiculous. I know. There we go. Okay, I mentioned uh, before the break. Oh, Colwood store. So a couple people texted me and said, how come I ha- how come London Drugs makes me pay for parking now? Well, London no. Drugs is not paying, <laughs> making you pay no. for parking <laughs> because of all the construction workers and be- and I'm guessing because of all the people about to move into the condos, the owner of the plaza is putting in a pay parking system, but only after 90 minutes. Okay, so you don't have to pay for 90 minutes. I think most of us can get in and out. <laughs> yeah, I was reading an article from I think. Callwood Times or something yeah. um, that kind of said something similar yeah. um, where you can get monthly payments for like the businesses and stuff or yeah you have to register for yeah. your 90 minutes of free parking. Yeah, you just have to give the license plate your number. You're not giving it to London Drugs, you're no. giving it to the company that's doing the parking on behalf of the plaza. So Yeah, we have nothing to do with it. Yeah, they just, oh, <laughs> don't, don't yell at them about that one. A lot of things. There we go. Okay, I was mentioning before the break, we were talking about the Dell laptops that Gary will have a few of on, of which he will have few, sorry, mother, on Monday at $250. He's also got, uh, these will be coming in on Monday. He'll get them ready for Tuesday. Refurbished Lenovo M900 desktop PCs. These have a 6th gen Intel i5, so these are decent. 8 gigs of RAM, a new 480 gig SSD, your choice of Windows 10 or 11. Gary says these are corporate grade. Mm. So they have more metal, <laughs> less plastic. <laughs> yeah. uh, they're more reliable in, in, a, in a nutshell. $275, and he'll give a one-year warranty. That mm-hmm. will be Tuesday at Tesseract Computers, linked in the show notes there. 
We talked last hour about the Oscars coming up on Sunday night. Josh has figured it out. You will be able to watch it for free. If you don't have cable TV, you do not uh, have to sign in at either ctv.ca or the CTV app, or you can watch it on YouTube. The YouTube version will have an insert box where there will be a person there doing ASL, American Mm -hmm. Sign Language. There we go. By the way, somebody asked, when you watch videos on YouTube, sometimes mm-hmm. the closed captions get turned on. You go, I didn't do that. Mm-hmm. So when somebody uploads a video to YouTube now, they get to decide whether the default setting is on or off for closed captions. So the video creator can do that. So mm-hmm. if you have captions on, then they will be there anyway. Yep. If you have captions off, they can do a default trigger so when it comes up... The captions are there. If you don't want them, in the bottom right corner of the video frame, when your finger or mouse is there, you'll see CC with an underline. You just tap it. Yeah, like one of the people that I watched on there was talking about it because that's kind of what they talk about. And they were like, yeah, so they can upload his catalog from previous videos that didn't even have closed captioning. And an AI will write the closed captioning for these videos. Yeah, this is one more really useful thing, Josh, for, Mm -hmm. for AI. A couple other things about AI that I put into the show notes. The addition of the Bing Prometheus Artificial Intelligence Engine has enabled Microsoft's Bing search engine to now attract more than 100 million daily users. Mm -hmm. That's a huge jump. So Google is getting worried because their BARD AI engine is not ready. They're doing their totally their own. Yep. Bing AI is borrowing from ChatGPT. They've invested a ton of money, but they put their own rules and filters on it. We had a really great discussion for the Victoria Mac and iOS user group on Wednesday night. Oh, yeah. This past Wednesday, I did the presentation, and I had people just suggest things that we should try, from how to change parts on model trains to what would cause a humming sound on a Nissan Leaf on the highway to recipes hmm. to poems to philosophical questions. It was really fascinating seeing the questions people wanted asked and their reaction. People went, whoa, the answers. It was really fun. Uh, If you want that, you can sign on. Microsoft just yesterday doubled the number of interactions per chat. So it's at bing, B-I-N-G, dot C-A slash new. And if you're just go on the wait list, there most people are getting off the wait list on it. Yeah, Josh has got the button up there. And then you just click join the wait list. You sign in with your Microsoft account. And then you'll get an email saying you're on the wait list. And probably within 24 to 48 hours, you'll get uh, an email. And then what it means is the chat button will now be enabled up on the top left when you go to Bing. If you click on your Bing icon, Josh, in the top left, you'll see that uh, on the picture that appears at the top, there will be the word chat just to the right of Microsoft Bing. Uh, It's covered by the picture right there. Yeah. And when you click on it, you'll get a pop-up saying chat mode is only available when you have access to the new Bing. If you can, once you get access, you can actually pin that page to the bottom of your screen. So you'll have Bing search and then you'll have Bing chat for for the AI. Huh. And it's also now available on your iPhone and your iPad. As soon as you get authorization to be on the thing, and this is free. There's mm-hmm. never going to be any cost attached. It's Microsoft's way of saying there yeah. are ads built in, just like anything, but we can charge more for the ads if more people are using it. Of course. Right now, Google is dominant, but there's that privacy issue. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, if you like Sudoku, this is in the show notes at item number 17, Daniel Tate used ChatGPT to create 
code, and even name a new game. He was just playing around. He said, can you do this? And it, it called it Sumplete, S-U-M-P-L-E-T-E. So I put it Sumplete.com for the game itself, and then I put a link into item 17 into how, and he shows you how he created it, how he tweaked it, and then he said, now come up with a name. And it did all this. Yeah. <laughs> it's changing everything. Uh, CTV News started reaching out to Canadian institutions saying, like the U.S., are you banning students from yeah. using chat GPT and things like that? A lot of colleges in the U.S., you can't log on to their website, the chat GPT one, from there. Plus, they tell you this is guaranteed failing grade if you use yeah. this. So they've done a survey, and most Canadian educational institutions are not banning access to the AI engines, at least not yet. They're mm -hmm. saying, okay, I... We're going to let you use this. You do so at your own peril. You're paying us money to teach you. If you basically want to cheat and get a free ride through, well, okay, then good luck with your life. <laughs> so mm -hmm. it's a difference in attitude. And that was really interesting that most of them are saying, just don't. Did I not see that, um, I could be wrong, but that they had almost immediately as they, oh, no, the AI can write essays now, mm -hmm. that they came in, came up with a means of AI yes. checking yeah. essays to see if they were made by AI? It's yes. a Princeton student who did this <laughs> yeah. okay, because yeah. he said, I'm going to be competing for scholarships and things against students who are going to do better than me because they're using ChatGPT. Yep. So he created a tool called GPT-0. Yep. The people at OpenAI reached out to him and mm -hmm. said, hey, can we hire you to turn that into a full-fledged, rather than off the side of the desk, yeah. into a full-fledged app that we can then make available to educators. Yeah. And he's doing that. So that's pretty good resume work. It's not too bad. To that. Yeah, it's there. So again, yeah. the game is called Sumplete, S-U-M-P-L-E-T-E dot com. It's linked at item number 17 along with an article so you can see how Daniel Tate created it because you might want to get it to create something for you. It can create things that we have. It can write code for you. It can write the code for an app. It can write movie scripts. Yeah. It's pretty amazing. It's changing everything we do. We've been doing examples, having it do itineraries for small towns that travel agents wouldn't know about. It's really fun. Okay, um, Kevin and Darlene, hang in there. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll come back with more on Tech Talk. Welcome back to Tech Talk with Alan and Ricky and Josh. Just answering a question there by text, so I'll read this in case this matters to anybody else. Peter texted in, hey, Alan and Ricky, do you guys know if anyone in town has PS5 disc models in stock? Yeah, we're kind of over the great drought of PS5s for the most part. Um, digital ones, very hard to get still, um, but we are seeing active consoles with the disc. Um, they so do come... explain the difference for sure. a sec for yeah, people yeah. that don't know. So gaming, um, a gaming console yeah. plugs into your TV, plugs into the internet. Yep. Um, and if you have a discless version, it means you can't put a disc in it. Um, so you are only buying and downloading games online. Right. So easy. A lot of people do that anyway. Not a big deal. Makes the console physically smaller and less expensive. So yeah. one way to go. Um, Sony knows they make more on their disc version. So that's the one they have tried to get the drought done okay. on faster. Um, with so that, then you go to a game store and you would buy the disc version yeah, of the game. Yeah, and in it goes, which really is just the download anyway. It downloads mostly from the disc and stores it on the console, but you need the disc to play it. Much faster download that way. Okay. Um, 
So, so we the do question. Ha- yes, back to the question. Uh, we yeah. do have them in stock. I think I had eight of them in stock yesterday. Um, most of my Victoria stores should have them. Really, all of my London rugs should, but I can more confidently say my Victoria ones do. Okay. The Island, yeah, I'm pretty sure. And then, yeah, if you're shopping with London drugs, go take a peek. Really, they should be anywhere nowadays. Um, the drought stopped about a month ago. Yeah. Okay. We started and, getting them and the base Victoria. model that doesn't come bundled with a game? Oh, I know they upped the prices on them. I want to say six fifty with no game, okay. but I'm willing to be wrong on that. So whatever the sign says when you get in the store is yep. the correct answer. Okay. Um, but my Google <laughs> fingers will find us an answer. No. Uh, um, also, but where I was going with that is yes. we don't have it with no game included right now. Um, so that's still the issue. Um, originally, it was Horizon Zero, or yeah. Horizon Forbidden West, which was a PlayStation exclusive story game. And now it's God of War Ragnarok, which, again, is a PlayStation 5 exclusive video game. Um, the only thing I'd say is with God of War, just be slightly careful. It is a more of a mature game. Uh, um, so if you are buying the PS5, great, awesome. Yeah. It's a fantastic game, up for game of the year, a bunch of other things. Um, but you may not want to give it to your you know, 12-year-old yeah. or your 8-year-old. But, Good advice. Um, that would you. just be the one point of caution. So. Earlier we were talking with, I think it was Paul who was getting frustrated getting ready, getting his Aerolo app ready for an eSIM for going to New Zealand. Kathy texted in to say, I used Aerolo in Vietnam in November and December, and it worked well. I have an iPhone 13 and just followed the instructions. Maybe I got lucky, but it seemed to work for me. Okay, so I'm hoping, if, if I remember your name correctly, Paul. David. Dave, there. thank Dave, you. Dave, Sorry, Dave, too many people. Yeah. <laughs> I think, Dave, that you're just overthinking this one, and it should be all set, and when you land... Day after tomorrow in New Zealand, uh, we did we did put a link into the show notes. I created a new handout on the settings to change when using a, a travel eSIM on an iPhone. The key thing that you do, regardless of whether you're using one from a carrier or whether you're using one from Aerolo, before departing from Canada, Ricky, record a new voicemail greeting advising callers mm, that your mm-hmm. current phone number will not work while you're away and that they should reach you via email or via whatever messaging apps you use, then you can give them your new number, for example. Makes sense. Yeah, so if yeah. you're going to Hawaii, you'd give them your new 808 yeah. number or whatever. Similar like travel that. tip you've been giving yeah. for years now. When you have, this is where we're at eSIMs now instead of yes. physical SIMs, right? Now, the reason you're doing this is that you don't have to pay those hefty roaming fees. Which are getting heftier. <laughs> yes, we talked about that last week. Yeah. So... When you arrive at your foreign destination, before you turn off airplane mode, and again, this is in the thing we put in the handout, Josh, go into settings cellular and turn off your Canadian number. Because otherwise, as soon as you land and take off airplane mode, welcome to whatever country, $15 a day, where you go, or 13 or whatever. Okay. This should automatically change your default voice line to your foreign eSIM, but check anyway. And then at the top of the cellular settings page, make sure cellular data is set to your foreign eSIM. Change it if not. Make sure data roaming is turned on. And then it should connect. On an iPhone, there's some extra settings because you can continue to text with Mm -hmm. people that use your Apple ID. So you just have to tell it, start the conversations from my Apple ID. But also add in my new eSIM number if you're on a carrier that gives you phoning. Aerolo is data only. Mm Mm-hmm. So that won't work. So anyway, all that stuff is here. Blah, blah, blah. It's all there. It's uh, linked in the show notes. Thanks for everyone that uh, guided me through creating this and making sure that I didn't leave anything out. That is, again, linked in the show notes at item number 14. If you've never been to the show notes before, 
S-H-O-W-N-O-T-E-S dot C-A. And you have to type that into the address bar of your browser, not a Google Bing Yahoo search box, because it's a redirect to a very long address at onedrive.live.com. Okay, back to the phone lines, and Kevin's been waiting patiently. Hi, Kevin. Thanks for waiting. Hi. Well, I've talked to you about Orange before. Last time was about an Orange phone for my wife's daycare office. Yes. She does an orange office. Well, we decided just to leave it as a phone, not usable, but just as decoration. Too okay. much money to, for too much problem. Ah. My new thing, sorry about my voice. I was playing poker last night, a little too much fun. I think uh-huh. you must have won, or you got frustrated, one or the other. <laughs> uh, you know, I don't really care if I win. I'm just there to play. So, Good anyways, um, new IMAX come out in seven different colors. Guess what one of the colors is? Orange. orange. Yes. Uh, didn't find any in town, but kudos to you and Lemon Drugs. I went to Lemon Drugs. This is after I tried to order it online, but it kept uh, defaulting back to the sample postal code. After about four tries, I went, forget this. I don't want this thing showing up on my doorstep anyways. Yeah. <laughs> I went to the Quadra McKenzie Lemon Drugs. Yeah. Amazing. He, he went through everything. He took care of everything. It's coming there, and I'll pick it up there rather than my doorstep. Um, now How soon are you getting thing, it, Kevin? Uh, I actually ordered it for uh, Easter. He says I should get it before Easter. Awesome. Can't guarantee anything, but I ordered it a couple of weeks ago, so we should be good for it. Josh is looking um, at it on the website. That's very orange, Josh. Yeah. <laughs> very much so, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, if it works, now, it works. The question right? is, question is yeah. um, well, in the uh, way of capitalism... You can't get all seven colors in the 1699 version. You have to jump up to the 1949 version to get all seven colors. The ah. 1699, you only get silver, mm-hmm. blue, pink. Okay. <laughs> if you want the orange, you got to jump up to the 1949. You know, yeah. and I, was I surprised by that? No. no. <laughs> but with that, um, color becomes a premium. Computer. The yeah. 1949 one. Good yep. computer? Yep. Yeah, it's a great okay. computer. Yeah. Oh, excellent. Um, Now, we should talk about this because the one thing, Kevin, um, because of that investment that you're making, almost two grand, um, look at the Apple Care. Yeah. Look at the Apple Care Plus. Especially if it's a, I think it said daycare, right? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's really important because they are pricey to get fixed because of the where they are assembled. (laughs) Can you fix those at London Drugs? Yes, we're okay. Apple authorized. Well, well I know there's some models that you go, know, oh, this is too complicated. We have to send it back. Um, pretty much just iPads and watches because they're all soldered together and there is no real repair on them. Yeah. Um, other than that, it's, yeah. No, They sent us the stuff. We've got a whole room of tools yep. almost nowadays. Awesome. But. I had not seen the orange color, to be honest. No, me neither. I went, whoa, when that came up on the screen. Really, if you like Orange Crush, you're going to love that. That was creamsicle orange there, man. <laughs> there you go. Thanks, Kevin. Appreciate it. I'm going to move on because we've got a whole bunch of other people here. Okay, Darlene. Hi, Darlene. Thank you for waiting. Well, thanks for taking my call. Our pleasure. How can we help? What happens with me is quite often, like maybe a couple times a week or something like that, it'll come up in my notifications that um, my virus um, protection and my malware bites are turned off. Click here to, you know, fix it. Yep. Blah, blah, blah. Now, when I check... They're all uh, turned on. They're on. Yeah. This is, a, this is a little tiny... Because they need to make malware bytes work with so many different variations that this is an occasional glitch. The easiest way to solve this is to open up your malware bytes, 
Go okay. to the gear in the top right corner. Just a sec. I'm just clicking on it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, yeah. And then go to account. Yep. Take a picture of that so you get your license key. You'll, oh. see, you'll see your account is lit in there. Uh, yeah, okay, so I do a screenshot. Screenshot or write it down on a piece of paper. Be careful, you need those characters. This is, you shouldn't need these, but this is just precautions so you don't phone up and yell. And then close malware bytes down. And I'm going to talk to you off the air to walk you through. I want to put the pressure on you, but you're going to go into your control panel. You're going to go to uninstall a program. You're going to uninstall malware bytes. Mm. You're going to go to malwarebytes.com, download the free version. And it will almost virtually always pick up your license key, and that will solve your problem. If it doesn't pick up your license key, you've got the screenshot. But it will keep it as a cookie. I've only had one in like you know 150 where this has been an issue when we're doing this. So, and that will solve your problem, and then it will not bug you anymore. Mm-hmm. Okay, so stay on the line. I'll just walk you through those steps because we're going quick because I can hear that music playing in the background. News, ap- uh, news update <laughs> coming up. When we come back, a couple new scams about which to warn you, including PayPal and Shaw. Stay tuned. (laughs) Welcome back to Tech Talk. Alan and Ricky and Josh. (laughs) Sorry, I'm reading the text here. Okay. uh, Great show as usual. Thank you. Uh, Wife planning travel to Holland, Spain, and France in late May using iPhone 13 Pro, same phone I have. Can she not just turn off her cellular data and roaming and then only use Wi-Fi to text home or FaceTime to talk when local Wi-Fi is available? And that's from Colin. Yes, absolutely she can. Yep. But the problem with that is then she's got a semi-crippled device when Mm -hmm. she's out and about. When she takes pictures, it doesn't know where she took them. She can't look things up without going and finding Wi-Fi. So, yeah, you can do that. But by using the Arillo, I mean, I'll just check right on my phone. I put this, and Colin says he downloaded the notes in item number 14. So I put in some sample prices, but that was from a couple months ago. So going to Europe on the list there, it doesn't say how long she's going, but I'll go to regional Europe. She can add a second phone number. Let's say she's going for two weeks. Three gigabytes of data, good for 30 days, is going to be $13 US. Yeah, for 13 bucks. Like I know when me and you travel, we used to always do the roaming because we're like, oh, we need our phone numbers. I remember yeah. doing Japan for two weeks and paying $10 a day and be yeah. like, oh, okay, whatever. Yeah. Um, nowadays, it's crazy. But, you know, for... What would you say? Fifteen thirteen dollars US for three gigabytes of data. Five gigs would be twenty dollars. Just to have the phone capable in case she needed it. Yeah, for something. if you don't think you're going to use much of anything, one gig is five dollars US, good for seven days, and then you could get another one for another gig for ten bucks. So yeah, um, yeah, peace of mind on that one for under twenty bucks Canadian. It's I would do it absolutely. Not knowing what she's doing in Netherlands, Spain, and France, but if she's going to be going to um, things like castles or shows or things, they're going to want to send her her QR code for her admission tickets, yep. her boarding passes. If she's saying, "Well, I checked at the air, I checked at the hotel, and the plane was on time," mm-hmm. and then you get to the airport and go to D fourteen to discover that the plane actually is leaving in five minutes from B forty two, and now you don't have a new boarding pass, so you missed your flight. Whereas if you had some cellular data, it would go ping pong, 
an update and you'd know exactly where to go. Yeah. So it's really, yeah, you could do exactly what you said there, Colin. I can't imagine. Having... That used to be a recommendation. Yep. Like, what, yep. five years ago? That was, yep. yeah, do this. Yield signs used to be black and yellow. Yep. They're not, <laughs> they're not by the way. Oh, our buddy Gary Byers calling in. Hi, Gary. Hey, gentlemen. How are you guys? Excellent. How are you doing? Not bad. Just enjoying a nice, relaxing Saturday. Yes, you're not, you're Saturday, not open. It? Yeah. No, but you no, will, no, but you will have the uh, the laptops on Monday and then the desktop PCs on Tuesday, right? Yeah, I'm I'm hoping that they arrive for Tuesday morning. Okay, if not, if somebody calls you before they come in, makes the drive. Exactly. Problem, well, just do. give us a shout on Monday and we'll know. Okay. So listen, have you guys ever seen my car racing machines I've got in uh, the store? It was a work in progress last time I was there. Well, these, these are actually quite cool. Uh, and anybody who wants to come into the store to uh, learn how to drive a uh, race car in a game called Race Room, I have two consignment machines that we actually designed for somebody about two and a half years ago, who in the meantime has tried to sell them and can't. So we've got them in the store for sale. Anybody who wants to come in and drive, come on down on Monday through Friday. So you sit in a chair like it's a... Actually, like... It, was a, it was a cockpit that was designed by a carpenter uh, so it would hold the three monitors. It has the computer system, the shifter, the pedals, the steering wheel, and amazingly, bucket seats out of a mid to late nineties Toyota Celica. Oh my God! Josh has just punched it up on the screen off your Facebook page. Heavy. Oh my God! They're, they're sort of burgundy. They are. The seats are burgundy yeah. velour. Uh, oh my God! Nineties here. <laughs> but you know, it's it's. We've had these machines up and running now for about four days. And it's with the three screens, and, and you're, you're actually sitting in a race car, is, is what it feels like. Wow. Complete with the bucket seats. Okay, we'll put a link to this in the show notes so people know what we're talking. I had no idea. Yeah, and just to let people know, these things, actually, they're on consignment. They are for sale, and, you know, it includes a 9th-gen uh, a Core i5 with 32 gigs of RAM and a 2060 video card. Whoa. These things are really quite incredible. Three monitors includes everything. Peter, if you're listening, you, I'm, you're going to want to stop and try. What are we oh, talking? I know Peter's going to want to come down. What in, what side of price? I have no idea whatsoever of what this would be worth. Complete system, ready to go with everything, is 2000 Wow. Including the bucket seats. Including the bucket seats. <laughs> and by the way, they do tilt, and they roll back and forth on the sliders. They, they, they do everything. Is that for both setups? I see two here. Oh, that's 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 per. Yeah. Okay, okay. So if you have the two of you, so if you can race against each other, then you would buy both. That's right. That's right. <laughs> awesome. Okay, so on yeah. Monday on Monday at Tesseract Computers on Broughton near Douglas. <laughs> Come on down and play. Awesome. Thanks, Gary. Have a good weekend. Thanks. You Thanks. guys enjoy your weekend. Thanks. Bye-bye. Thanks, you too. Wow. Well, okay, we'll put that in the show notes. Stay tuned. We'll take, take a brochure and do that. Okay. Uh, let's see. Back to... Uh, tick, 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 tick. There we go. Oh. Pat. Hi, Pat. Thank you for waiting. Oh, no problem. Good morning. Um, I uh, had a question regarding my iPhone. Uh, yes. Just lately, I have I have data on my phone, and I've always been able to send emails and get emails when I'm out and about. But all of a sudden, I can't do that, and I'm I have to be on Wi-Fi to do it. Uh-oh. I I don't I can still do a personal hotspot, but I can't get emails, and I'm not I don't understand. Okay, so a couple things. What what iPhone model is it? If you know, it's old. It's uh, CS6. 6S, okay. And what carrier provides your internet service? Oh, gosh. It should uh, be up in the top left corner of the screen in tiny print. Bell, Telus, Kudo, Virgin. 
Tell us. Okay, Ricky, how to troubleshoot this one. And it's everything data-related. Like, I know you just said you couldn't get your emails, but it's all data. Like, you can't go to a web browser. You can't do anything, right? Oh, no, I can do that. Oh, so, so it's, it's just the just email emails. It's just the email. Okay, okay and the email address ends in at what? At net. Oh, sorry, at telus.net? Yeah. Yes, telus.net. Oh. Okay, so that's done on the Google platform now. So, that's to right. be honest, the easiest way to fix that on a 6S, um, it's different from current iPhones, would be to, and I can walk you through this on the phone if you want later on, would be we'll get you to delete your mail account and put it back in. And we'll never know what the problem is, but it'll just work. Okay. There's a couple other things I'll get you to I'll get you to test first. So I'll do that. Sounds scary. <laughs> no, no, no. Your emails are all perfectly fine. Uh, they're on IMAP, which means it's just a doorway into the Google server. So mm-hmm. yeah, we're not deleting your emails. We're deleting the account and putting the account right back. So everything will work exactly the same. It will just work. Okay. And as much oh. as the geek in me would like to know what's causing it to not work, <laughs> you never will. You just want it no. to work, so I give up and we just make you happy. So yeah. Oh. So stay in the line. I'm just gonna take a quick break. I'll grab your number off the air and we'll walk you through that. Yeah. If that ever happens, uh, it's Ricky, like turning it off and back on again. It's yeah. just your connection to Google. And point. speaking of turning it off and back on again, <laughs> <laughs> if you go through the show notes, you will find that you've probably never heard of Ibex. It's the Interstellar Boundary Explorer spacecraft. It's 15 years old, and it stopped working. So (laughs) they turned it off, waited two minutes, and sent the command to turn it back on, and guess what? (laughs) It's working again. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Back after this. Final few minutes of Tech Talk with Ricky and Alan and Josh. A couple of key things there. If you would like to, we should mention, by the way, BMO is buying Air Miles. I saw. Because it's going bankrupt in the U.S., but it's very popular in Canada, so they're buying it for $160 million U.S. dollars. But too late, Thrifty Foods is still switching to the Scene Card Loyalty Program, which it turns out they co-own along with Cineplex. Yeah. So Thrifty Foods, Sobeys, if you have Sobeys where you live, not here, then they're switching this coming week. Stores will be closing one evening. They'll be closing early to do Mm -hmm. the switchover because a whole lot of stuff. But BMO is buying Air Miles. Regardless of which one or ones you use, if you'd like to ditch your stack of loyalty cards like Air Miles, Scene, Triangle, Mm -hmm. Optimum, the free Sto card, S-T-O-C-A-R-D app for iPhone or Android, and it's awesome the best thing about it is, in addition to all the ones it has listed, if you have a card for something not on the list, like your IMAX pass or uh, anything that's got a barcode, your Butchert Gardens pass. Your library card. Yes. All of that, you can add them manually by just pointing at the barcode and giving it a name. That is wonderful. And I was trying to figure out how to make my, my Apple wallet do that. <laughs> yes. And I guess it's because, but usually you have to get the app. The app that goes nope. along with the card. No, nope. anything to, that's to got a barcode. Put yep. it, well, I mean, yeah. with your means, yes. Yeah. If you don't do that, yeah. you have to get the whatever app it is for the card that you're using, install that, and then sign in. Precisely. And then, and then add the wallet. Yeah, yeah, this is much simpler. I, yeah. I dig it. Yeah, Oak Bay Rec Center, whatever. Mm-hmm. Now, if your card has a picture ID on it to prove it's you, like Costco, sure. then you can go down after you've added the card number mm-hmm. and given it a name. You go pictures, and you take a picture of the card. 
Mm. And it puts mm-hmm. it in there. So if they want to see your face at Butcher Gardens to know it's really you, then you when you and the neat thing about it is when you tap on a card, your screen goes full brightness. Ah, and yeah, the moment you go good. and the moment you go away from it, it goes back down to whatever brightness mm. level. It's free. They will nag you with lots of offers and options. Just dismiss every single stupid thing and just use it as the card. I know a lady that took forty-two cards out of her purse. Wow! Put them in a big rubber band. Put them in the desk drawer. She goes, "My purse is so much lighter." I bet. Yeah. yeah. So you there you go. Purse. Yeah, it works anywhere in the world. Stocard, S T O C A R D, loyalty cards. While it's item number twenty-four in the show notes. Before we go, Amazon has released a significantly updated version of its popular battery-powered Ring video doorbell. Better battery life, HD plus video, and a wider angle for head-to-toe view of visitors, available April 5th. We'll talk more about that next week. If it's coming out April 5th on Amazon, how long before you Normally get Normally pretty quick. Amazon's a pretty quick turnaround, so probably within the week, I would say, but just check in with us. And before we go... Uh, we phone stock has yeah, apparently stock. not arrived still two stores as of right now. Um, my recommendation pretty much at this point is come see me Monday morning. Um, I probably still won't have phones Monday morning, but I can make sure all the pre-order stuff goes through. So you still get the $200 gift cards and the better price. Okay. Come see me, and I'll make sure of it. You can leave our music playing in the background there as we go out. Ricky, good to have you here. Always a pleasure. Thank you. Check out the new and improved Callwood version of London Drugs. Still a work in progress, but there we go. Come April, go look. (laughs) Come April. We will leave you with Simon Garfunkel's classic Sound of Silence, performed by a popular New Asian folk duo, Joy and Nini. Josh, thanks for being here, filling in for Brian. My pleasure. See you next week. Thanks for making us a part of your Oscars weekend as we spring our clocks forward. And so it goes. Thank you.